Hey, Kate, are you ready to get into some good trouble? Hell yes, Mary. I'm ready for some good trouble. You're listening to Good Trouble NYC. Welcome back to the East Coast, baby. Hi, Mary. Are you now a California girl? Oh, I fucking loved it. Yeah? I understand the hype. I understand the palm trees. You were in San Diego. Yep, visited Aaron in San Diego. We went with Matt, went with Jake, stayed with her and her roommate. We had a full house. We had a great time. I want to go back again just with me and Aaron because the boys didn't want to do all the cute girly activities we wanted to do, but that's okay. Boys, uh, there's a time and place for them, but like in the end, they always end up ruining something. Yeah, let us ladies be ladies. Let us go thrifting. They couldn't have just gone to the beach by themselves. Well, it was kind of cool to go to the beach. Me and Aaron rallied. We went surfing. We called that I wouldn't get up. I got up. I was better than Erin, which was a shocker. I loved seeing the surfboards. Like, I was fully not expecting them to be, like, five feet taller Wait, than yeah, you. So when I was on, I didn't really register how big it was. And then I sent the photo to mom. And she's like, those are huge. Those are props, right? We're like, no, these were the ones we used. And also, the surfing instructor that we had was a California, like, 21-year-old babe. Long blonde hair. Total surfer dude. Like, these waves are just out of control today. <laughs> like, I don't, I can't use mimic his accent, Erin can, but me and her would just look at each other and giggle, being like, this was exactly what we wanted. He's like, great job, girls. I, I can't even reenact it. You had a much more exciting weekend than I did for sure. I went to the gym a bunch. I just sat at my favorite coffee shop and read, and I'm just treating it as like, self-care reset and now with the new moon which happened today okay the new moon signifies a new path and like helps you prepare for new relationships new emotions just new energies and experiences to come your way for me this new moon is even more symbolic (laughs) because today would have been the two-year anniversary of my previous relationship well i'm glad we're together I'm very glad we're together. I wouldn't want to spend this day any other way. I agree. And I'm not treating it like a boo-hoo, woe is me, because like, frankly, it needed to end and I'm very glad that it did. But like I said, it just feels very symbolic. It's also it just weird now. looking back too, knowing that this is the date, reminiscing, reminiscing? Yeah. Reminiscing. <laughs> reminiscing. <laughs> reminiscing on what you would have potentially done today how you guys would have spent the day together and that's just not how it is and that's fine and you're still having a great day you had a productive morning yeah and like I love that I'm here with you especially because we did go through breakups one week apart from each other which is crazy it is crazy I actually have very fun plans this upcoming week this week which is like you know the date of what I broke up my boyfriend on like a couple months ago now four months I'm going out with his all right follow me here I'm going out with this woman she is my ex's best friend's ex-girlfriend and they broke up this time last year actually and she just moved to the city she reached out to me and was like we should get together and I was like oh hell yes we should get together and just you know shoot the shit Let's, let's compare some stories. I think there's some things I don't know and she doesn't know about both of our really past relationships. This is going to be another way you're going to reset. Oh, yeah. Everything's going to be out on the table. We're going to, you know, cheers with champagne to new things, being back in New York City because she was living in Boston. I was living in Boston for a bit. Both came back to the best place. 
You're gonna like come out of this and really, really be like, what the fuck? Why did I date this dude? I don't. Yeah, I, I think don't know. That's what's gonna happen. A thousand percent. Because she knew him a little bit longer than I did. We both had very different experiences, but like we both also kind of processed the end of our relationships whenever we were still in them. I think I knew like four months prior to breaking up with him that it wasn't going to work and that I was going to need to break up with him. This is really bad. Like I think about my first red flag where I was like, I don't know if this is going to be a forever thing on our six month anniversary. And I stayed with him like a year and two months more. What was the red flag? We were out to dinner at this very, very nice place at Lumia's Fish Market right around the corner from here. Gorgeous. And it was in the middle of his busy season and he was just under a lot of stress. Oh, I remember this. And uh, I was trying to make conversation with him and I was like, you know, don't worry about it. Like we're out at a nice dinner. It's all going to be fine. He's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Like I'm so stressed. This is just not going to go this way and it's going to be like this until my busy season is over. And Every single time I would try to shift the conversation, it would come back to that. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a celebratory time. Why are you bringing all the negatives into it? And I, I'm such a positive person and I know that not everyone can be positive every single step of every single day. But like you push You're that celebrating shit aside. Yes. For two hours for a, for a dinner. Moment. And I just remember holding back tears being like, is this what it's going to be like anytime he's in a bad mood or stressed like this is the opening of the curtains and I'm like am I prepared to deal with this for a long period of time and I dealt with it a long a lot longer than I should have to be honest I think my first red flag was when he would make comments about my what I would wear Mm. Mm. this is not the 1950s no if I don't want to wear a bra I don't have to wear one so don't tell me to and honestly I I never did wear one but I would hear comments about it but if you have an issue with that then what were some of those comments like you are you gonna wear a bra today what are you wearing you know even like working at a bar he'd be like so you're gonna wear leggings and a t-shirt I'm like yes I'm gonna wear leggings and t-shirt that's appropriate for my bar so you're gonna wear leggings so you can stick your ass out to make more money (laughs) (laughs) oh those insecurities popping up yeah like all these red flags I ignored where now I can now look back and be like yikes yeah. And even though we could see those flags and they like progressed, it we still didn't want to leave them. For the no, he looked time. great on paper. Yeah, I know. That's the hardest part. Like, it's one thing whenever you get along with them. It's another thing whenever they get along with your friends. Oh, and that's an issue we I have. I had nobody liked him at the end the last six mm-hmm. months. No one. I didn't have that issue, which honestly, it kind of made breaking up even harder. You know, you guys had your differences, but he wasn't shitty no he was not shitty by any means genuinely I have a lot of respect for him I'm just unpacking like my issues with my own relationship yeah he's not a bad person I'm not a bad person my ex is a bad person (laughs) and we'll go into that but like this is so fucked up because part of me was like are my friends gonna look at me differently because they see the rainbows and the roses of my relationship and he treats them so well too are they gonna be like wow you really lost one obviously that's not what happened that went through my mind we even had moments though where we said to you like whoa 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 this is not rainbows right now why what is going on Mm-mm. so yeah he was great and i i really liked him and you know you guys ended on great amicable ways but no there there's things that we noticed so don't think 
that we did not notice yeah certain situations now we we just talked about like what our first red flag was what was your final like the i don't want to say like the final straw but when did you know it was the beginning of the end the beginning of the end i think when he put me in a situation where i had to pick him or my sister mm. yeah my sister is my best friend and she's a shit and if you don't want me hanging out with her or talking to her and also if you don't want to hang out with her or talk to her then it's just not going to work what was his reasoning for you not wanting to hang out with your sister okay so I've heard this from a couple people I just think you know they might be jealous people have said when me and Erin are together and also me and her haven't lived in the same city for like six years so when we are together we are buddy buddy. I love seeing her. I love hanging out with her. So when I was spending a lot of time with her this past summer, I was told from him, when you and Erin are together, it's the Kate and Erin show <laughs> and no one else matters. Okay. But how is that a bad thing? Yeah, like me and Erin are enjoying our time together. You're there with us. You should be, you know, feeding off our energy of just being like silly and funny and giggly. And if you like can't get on that train with us, because you know, she's not going anywhere. You're literally blood. She's, yeah, she's <laughs> blood. I, I don't know what else to tell you. So yeah, that was, a I think, the first huge, huge thing where I was like, wait a minute. And also, if you're gonna make me pick, I'm gonna pick my sister all day, every day. That's also so crazy to me because like you two together, it's never bad energy. Like you influence the energy in the room to make everyone happy and to get out of their shells. And so it ends up being a greater time whenever you're together. So I'm like, what was the issue with that? Is he one of those people that like just wanted the attention on him? Probably. That's not, we, we don't have to dive into no, that. No, like. I don't know. But that was like the big thing where I was like, all right, this is this isn't going to get any better. Yeah. For me, it's another dinner date. Oof. I don't know what it is with dinner. Maybe it, he just needs to eat late like a night owl or just like we should just not go out to dinner. But I had been away. We had been in our Cape Week for a week, 10 days. And he used to always plan special surprise dates for me. And so I wanted to return the favor. It was restaurant week in New York. I picked a restaurant. I didn't tell him what it was. I was like, meet me on this corner and we'll walk over together. And it was, again, maybe it was just the busy season, but like if you can't handle that stress, it was one date night, okay? We meet up and I could tell that he's in, in a mood and we're walking towards the restaurant. He's like, uh, why didn't you just tell me to get off at this station that was closer to the restaurant so it would have been easier? And I'm like, it took us five minutes to walk from where we were to get to this subway station. I don't think it's a big deal. And I wanted to keep it a surprise. And he was like, well, even if you would have given me the general location, I never even would have guessed what restaurant it is. Do you know how many restaurants are in New York? Why is he being I'm a smart like, ass? I'm like, okay, well, still, to me, like, this is all part of the surprise. And we're not running late. You're not late. Like, let's just keep going. So We're we not get, rushing for anything either. No, n absolutely nothing. And so we finally sit down at the restaurant and we're smushed in between two other couples and we sit there in silence for, I shit you not, probably 10 minutes. Ooh. And not like good silence. Not like some good silence I can say. And if you can sit with your partner literally saying nothing and just enjoying their company, I think that is so wonderful. Mm -hmm. And I've found that in a couple of my past relationships, being in silence and just enjoying their company. But if it's awkward silence and like te like there's tension in that silence then eek yeah like I was I asked how's your day good 
no reciprocation. After you'd been gone for 10 days together. After I had been gone for 10 days, he didn't even ask me how my trip was. Oh, we have a great trip. We have a great trip. I could have talked four hours (laughs) about about it. About our recap of the trip. About just, it was also one of the most blissful weeks of the year. And like the fact that he couldn't see how happy and glowing I was after this trip. Like, I don't know if he was jealous or what, but I was just so annoyed. And I said, I was like, are you not going to ask me about my trip? And he said, oh, I thought I already learned everything that you did. Yeah, over a text, it's not the same as like a full recap. There's so many other little tidbits I could share with you right now that is not in that text message. Exactly. And so whatever, we went along dinner and I, we started to talk a little bit more, but it just was not great. And I just had a sour feeling the whole time. So afterwards, we ended up going to Restoration Hardware for a drink. Mm-hmm. But we were sitting there and that uneasy feeling just didn't let leave. And I finally just started to cry and I said, I don't know what the fuck is up right now. I put together this nice date night for you and it seems like you don't even appreciate it and frankly, I don't know what your issue is and I want to go home. I said, I know that sometimes you are not the best at expressing your emotions or if you're tired, you still want to come out and like be there for me. But we're in that point of our relationship that if you're not feeling it, you tell me. Yeah, if you're not in the headspace, if your social battery's drained, you know, you're stressed about other things and you can't, give me your full attention when I plan something like that, then just say, you know what? Tonight's not a good night. Let's reschedule. I just need to like sit, chill. Yeah. And we had been together for a year and a half at that point. There had been multiple situations about that exact conversation where I was like, if your social battery is drained, tell me. I'm not going to get mad. I'd rather have you at your best than have a mediocre, like weird night whenever you're not feeling it. And he just sat there and looked at me. He's like, I am appreciative for tonight. And I was like, well, I don't feel like you are. And I was like, frankly, I want to leave and I want you to walk me home and I don't want you coming upstairs with me. But then it started to absolutely downpour. And so we were kind of stuck because we didn't have an umbrella. So we ended up going to another bar. And this may have been petty of me, but I ordered the most expensive drink on the menu that was like $45. What was it? It was like a gin martini that came out on a smoky wood board. Oh, I'm all for it. It was great. And I'm glad that I had it. But then the icing on the cake when we finally did walk home, like I gave him a hug or a kiss goodnight and I opened my door and he smacked my ass. And I was like, I literally after everything that happened tonight, I don't need you to touch me like that. He's like, it's not a big deal. It's not like we're not. It's not like we're going to have sex right now. And mm. I was just like. That's just uncalled for not read the room, not the time to smack me. And I was just like, after that, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, You know, we could always talk about the icks that we have about our exes and guys in general for hours. Let's just say that the three top icks about our exes, but then to even it out, we'll say the icks that we have about ourselves. Okay. That we think other people would have about us. Okay. For me, I would say... The weird iridescent neon lights that were strewn throughout this 26-year-old man's apartment. Okay. Um, oh, what else? I, he had this stupid fucking purple shirt that looked like Barney. And I, I actually know the exact that. shirt you're talking about. That He was wearing that shirt the first, day, the first time I met him at your birthday brunch. It's the a polo one. Yeah. It's yeah, a I know exactly what you're talking ugly about. ugly purple sweater. Yeah. Didn't like that. Why didn't you tell him? I think I did. And he just like brushed it off. Because okay. I said it jokingly. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. <laughs> okay. Not like Barney. Not cute. It was Barney. Um, The last one is just like an emotional ick. 
that's like, let me know when your battery's drained and don't try to put on a front because you end up ruining everyone else's experience when you sit and pout in the corner like a little boy. Okay. Yeah. Those are all good. Yeah. Those are my three. Okay. My three X about my ex. He did not like Cape Cod. What the fuck? Red flag. What the fuck? I should have known then. Run. Because Why? Cape Cod is... He thought his, you know, hometown, beach town was better. Nothing beats Cape Cod. No. Didn't beat it. Absolutely not. That's one. Two. The ick I had was his insecurities about my friendships and relationships regarding my girlfriends and also a lot of my platonic guy friends. He had no platonic girlfriends, so he like just couldn't grasp the idea of it, of why I would see certain guys that I've grown up with in the Cape and we just get coffees when we're there and like, you know, we all plan to go to the beach and whatnot, go out together at night and he didn't understand the boundaries I had with them, that they were just friends. That was like a big issue. We've talked about it in the past <laughs> though, how sometimes finding platonic male friends are hard, but I have some platonic male friends that I've had since pre-puberty. Yeah. That these are now like family to me. You know, there's nothing else there. These are strictly, I call them my family friends from the Cape because that's what they are. We grew up together. I could psychoanalyze people forever. I'm like, did your ex ever get cheated on? Or like, was there any specific instance that would make him feel like that? But regard, like feel threatened by them? Regardless, it's not valid. Especially whenever you explained time after time after time again that there was nothing there. Like you have to trust your significant other. I'd also be like, come hang out with us. That solves the issue. You come meet them, hang out with them. And he did. And sometimes he'd be like, okay, yeah, I get it. And others he'd be like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm, no way you guys are just friends or whatever it may be. The third ick I had about him was I think the idea of like throwing money at the problem would solve it. That's I don't even know if that's something that like could be worked on with someone like someone who does that may just need someone that is going to like accept that and feel like money can't solve anything yeah you know i didn't realize you know the saying money can buy happiness no it cannot Mm -mm. it cannot what is like one thing that he would throw money at one thing he tried to throw money at was my car was in the shop the topic was okay let's just go buy you a car like i'll put you know all this money down don't touch your savings this will be your payment we'll split the payment car will be in my name your name like kind of also like anchoring me down to certain things. Mm-hmm. And I also come from me, my mom, and my sister, super independent. I'm not letting anybody buy me a car. Absolutely not. That would be absolutely fucking nuts. Yeah. And of course it was like, let's just go buy you a Jeep. And I so badly still want a Jeep and I will buy a Jeep this summer. But yeah, that was like one thing I, he thought he just like throw money at. That doesn't, obviously that doesn't solve problems. No, that doesn't solve problems. Absolutely not. That's, yeah, no. That's not you listening to me of saying, get my car out of the shop. You said it was going to be three weeks. It's now been three months without my car and I'm done using your work truck. Yeah. Those are some serious like emotional icks. Like those are not things that someone can even work on. Maybe they can change it like my ex. He could change his shirt. But like those are fucking rough. Yeah. I don't think either of our icks would be even remotely that. that. Okay. Actually, I want to switch this up a little bit. Let's think of the icks that like we think people would have about us and also think of one ick that we think our ex had about us specifically okay my ex i'm very loud i think it can rub people the wrong way i think people can think i'm I'm obnoxious just the life of the party yeah i like i understand that some people don't like that but like 
Shoo. Yeah, shoo, I'm shoo. just loud. I'm loud. I, I would like to say I'm loud, fun, and bubbly, but I think people can use loud in a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Hmm, what's my second ick? I'm kind of perfect. <laughs> <laughs> same, I feel uh, yeah. the same way. I think one of my icks is like, Whenever I go to the gym, I don't immediately get in the shower afterwards. But like, I don't smell. I like if I really smell bad, I'll get in the shower. But like most of the time, I don't sweat to the point that I smell. So oh, like, that's not I even a bad shower? one. Do you think people have actually been annoyed at you for that? I don't know. I feel like some people are absolutely clean freaks. I just think to that one episode of Sex in the City where like the guy would have sex and immediately get into the shower afterward. Oh yeah, he was fucking um, Miranda. Yes, or but like. We also live in kind of a dirty city, so yep. I don't think that that would be a serious issue. I've had, actually, this wasn't my previous ex. This was my high school ex. He didn't like how I bounced around between conversations. He was like, we would text. And of course, like, I'm texting so much. I'm one of those people that will just text you a bunch of random freaking things at once and have multiple conversations with you at once. But he would just get mad that I would we would be talking about one thing and in my mind I was like this is over or I just have a little tidbit about something else and he was like you can never just stick to one thing why can't you just talk about one thing at once that sounded more like a him that's issue. weird that's weird yeah very weird yeah um I think my second ick which I've heard from multiple of my exes is the relationship I have with my sister it's a very it's weird one. I just need like a secure man. But like me and Aaron, I can definitely agree. We're definitely buddy buddy. So I don't know if those are like boundaries I need to learn or they're just like I need to find someone that's okay with the relationship I have with my sister and I respect think that it. you need to find someone that's okay with it because they're I, I, yeah. from your, as one of your best friends, there's nothing wrong with your relationship with Aaron. In yeah. fact, like as someone who's not very close with my siblings, I admire that. Yeah. So like that's just fucking weird but yeah that was like definitely nick from two past exes was my relationship with my sister she's also like a protector so you know she sees me upset she's gonna come for your throat like she's not gonna fuck around so i think when she would also get defensive and you know there'd be times where she would enter our relationship in our fights and i guess that can be messy but no she's my g she's my homie so she's gonna defend me and be my ride or die as it should be yeah Another ick for me, which this is a tough one, but at the same time, I'm just so busy. Like, I think an ick for someone would be maybe not making enough time for them. I think that's why I liked long distance. Yeah. I could have my relationship with them, you know, spend a few weekends together, talk on the phone, but I can still see my friends five days a week, still work out whenever I want, still do all the things that I love. And then, you know, these these certain weekends were like highly prioritized for them Mm -hmm. that it worked. That's one thing that I fear maybe going into a future relationship, but I'm also so sure of myself that I wouldn't let a man get to me about this. But I will always, always put my friends because they are my chosen family first before any man. It doesn't matter, especially for like birthdays. But if my friend moves away or if she's really having a bad day, I will drop ev- – bless you, Dennis. Bless you, Dennis. I will drop everything to be by their side and m- make them feel better. And for some people, they just don't understand that. Yeah, because they don't have that relationship with their friends like we do. And I think it's also different a different case with men and their friends and girls and their friends. What would be my third ick? Honestly, I can't even think of a third ick for myself because I – I'm not perfect, but I'm close to it. 
at least in relation, like I am a very giving person. I have a lot of heart, but no one in the world is is good at this, like communications and communicating your needs. That's always something that's like kind of tough to do. I actually think I'm a pro at that. <laughs> if I want something, I'm going to tell you exactly what I want. Okay. In the bed, yes. But like an emotional thing? No, emotionally like- too. Well, I think I've also, I'm an advocate for therapy. I've been in therapy now for a year, but I'm like, I think that was one thing with my most recent ex. He started therapy when we started dating because I said, you don't know how to communicate what you want or what you need. I'm going to clearly tell you, you know, these things that you're doing, it makes me feel like this. I'm not going to tell you, you do this and you do that. Mm-hmm. Like, because the pointing the you at someone really can make them put their guard up. And that doesn't solve anything. No, and get defensive. So like relearning and like, learning how to communicate properly of saying when these things happen, this is how I feel. So when you're going out and I don't hear from you and you your phone dies and it makes me worried, it makes me scared, like whatever the example is and not saying you dumb fuck, you bailed on me, you pissed me off, like relearning that, like gives me anxiety yeah like and I think that was something that I had to learn through therapy mm-hmm. I think my communication is great basically what I'm saying can you not can you not snore Dennis <laughs> you're in the background snoring. he's the king of the house let him be oh that's my third ick people that don't like my dog oh big red flag or Bye. actually if you have another dog and you think he's better than Dennis you're wrong he's the best that's a good ick I know how I coped with the end of my relationship, and that was listening to Taylor Swift Midnights on repeat 850 times in two weeks. That's actually accurate because she got those those stats off uh, Spotify. So I don't know if this is bad to say, but I'm not going to fully admit that I planned my breakup around the Taylor Swift <laughs> album launch, but I'm not going to deny it either. <laughs> I'm not because it's kind of true. Mm-mm. But like that helped me. And also just kind of rediscovering myself and going out and spending time alone. I think one of the best ways to heal yourself is to not, of course, it's good to uh, surround yourself with your friends and your loved ones, but also taking that time to rediscover yourself and just be alone and do things alone. What helped you with the end of your relationship? I don't know. I really don't. No? I think I kind of booked it at the end. And I think, I think, I think, it was, yeah, I think I, I booked it at the end and I think I just like relied on you and our girlfriends and my family a lot. And then also just getting back into a routine because I didn't have a routine for the majority of that relationship. We were, you and I were close, obviously before you and your ex broke up. But I think that like the end of that relationship brought us a lot closer together too. Yeah. Oh, for, I was definitely... There was times in the relationship where I was avoiding talking to my girlfriends because I didn't want to tell them certain details of the relationship. And then when it finally came to an end, everybody kind of looked at me and was like, yeah, Kate, you look like fucking shit. <laughs> like, come on, let's go. Giddy up, back at it. And getting, getting back into a routine, I think, was like the most beneficial thing for me. Genuinely, I don't hate a lot of things, but I hate those people that will like get out of a relationship and immediately try to go bounce into another or like go for the rebound. I don't think that's healthy. I don't think that's ever been healthy. And I just hate to see people that do that. That's what my ex did with me, which I learned out later on in a relationship that he wasn't single 
for very long. Wait, how long? He had seen his ex like two weeks prior. Mm. That's too much. His like ex of like three and a half years. That he's bringing all that ex trauma into his new relationship. Yeah, too. red flag again that I ignored. And we've talked about this before, but like we're not really on the apps. Although I did just get accepted into Raya. Oh, you hot shit, baby, because you're verified on Instagram. I know. It you was a hottie. Easy. I, it took me months actually to get accepted onto Raya, but like I've had, I've had it for like three weeks. I've had four matches. Ooh, any cuties? I mean, I feel like Raya is made out to be like this super exclusive celebrity dating app. I have only seen one celeb and i would say that he was a c-list celeb <laughs> mike posner oh he's not c-list i would say he is i'd say he's at bb list okay well this is kind of a funny thing about raya because it doesn't have prompts like hinge but you can include a song and so whenever was his song his song <laughs> yeah okay i respect it i would no, too he's I made millions off this egg. off his music no he should flaunt it well whenever i go through people's profiles i will scroll down to the song play it and then scroll through their photos because i want to get a vibe all around mm-hmm. you know his mm-hmm. his song was i took a pill in ibiza <laughs> as his choice oh that's song. right up your alley <laughs> no, it's not. I've never taken a pill in Ibiza Ibiza is your alley. EDM festival is your alley. Yeah. The one pill, day. not so much. One day. One day. I've like messaged one or two people. The conversations haven't gone anywhere. And also, I didn't realize this until after I got it, that you have to pay for Raya, which is some bullshit to me. Well, that's what makes it exclusive. Uh, oh, speaking of exclusive clubs, I got an interview with Amber. So did I. Wait, you did? I, I didn't did. even know that you applied. Yes, I did. I applied last week. I just got an email uh, two days ago. Oh my God, when's your interview? I don't know. I haven't booked it yet. Mine's on Thursday. I've been busy. I've been in Cali. Yeah. But yes, I need to book. I have no idea. Do we need to pay for this one too? No. So the guy who told us about it, mm-hmm. it turns out that you pay per event that you go to. Oh, okay. I, so that's not bad. No, I'll, I'll do that. We should like plan your interview to be right after mine so okay. we can see how it goes is this a zoom interview i didn't even it's, click yeah on the it's link. a zoom interview oh i have to look good then and it's like for 15 minutes uh, listen i know that i'm already going to pass with flying colors because <laughs> i was essentially trained to be interviewed That's my job true. now is like i interview people but i love being on the receiving end of interviews job interviews personality tests you were perfectly trained back in your pageant days exactly I know how to say the right things to get people to like me. Also, this may be this may be an ick. Actually, it may be a little bit psychopathic, but sometimes I will have conversations with people and only say specific things to get them to ask me something else and continue the conversation. And most people take it like bait. Oh, I could never think that far ahead. Oh, yeah. I do it all the time. And every single time it's like, whoosh, got him on the hook. Also, another thing with interviews I love making eye contact with people. Are you making eye contact time. with people on the street? No, I haven't gotten good at that. You got to step up. Step up. I know. I think tomorrow will be a good test because that is the day that I'm taking myself out on a date. Where are you going tomorrow? I'm going to Veronica. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's like, that's going to be my good trouble. It's also another form of self-care for me. After the end of my relationship, I just want to treat myself more because I don't need someone else to treat me. And I'm really giving myself a challenge with this because I want to keep my phone away the whole time. My goal is to not look at my phone Are you once. bringing a book? 
I'm not going to bring a book because it's around dinner time. Okay. So like I genuinely want to make conversation with the bartender or if there's someone else that is alone sitting next to me, I'm going to talk to them. You can even sit next you can sit next to people and talk to a couple or two girls guys sitting next to you too. That's true. Or maybe I'll just spin around like a lunatic on the bar chair until like someone <laughs> talks to me. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, I'm very excited and also a tad bit nervous, but I think that it'll be a very good thing for me. Good. I love eating alone. I've said this. I do it with Dennis a lot, so I guess it's not technically alone, but it's definitely like it's a you have something you have to learn to do to just sit there and be okay and like not feel awkward or feel like people are staring at you because you're alone. Bring a book as a clutch. Okay. Because also when you're reading a book, people will be like, what are you reading? True. People are curious and that can even just be a conversation starter there. Me with the book that I'm reading right now called Sober Curious as I, <laughs> as I order a $35 martini at the bar tomorrow. That's okay, going to be a conversation bring something starter. Else. Bring another book. I'm not good at like flipping back and forth between books. Neither though. am I, but you definitely don't want to have this alcoholic book in front of you while you're sipping on a dirty martini. <laughs> People are going to be like, do you need us to call AA it's, for you? It's going to be a real conversation starter then. One thing that... I want to end with I want this to become the norm whenever someone breaks up with someone else now maybe don't say this if they're the person that got got broken up with give it a few weeks but instead of saying I'm so sorry we should start saying congratulations oh hell yeah no one said sorry when I broke up with my ex my girlfriends were you guys were bumping excited yeah we were excited we're like oh like how are you doing but I don't think any of us said I'm so sorry no nope No, I told my stylist whenever I saw her last, I was like, oh, yeah, like me and my boyfriend broke up. And she goes, congratulations. And I was like, Nejla, that is the shit that I'm here for. Mm -hmm. And so if you take away one thing from this episode, breaking up with someone or getting dumped or whatever is not the end of the world. It is the start of a new beginning and a new chapter that's going to help you flourish and become an even better human being. I second it. Yeah. So everybody, you stay in some good trouble. Good trouble. And... uh, We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.